football season. Fantasy football season. I know. I know. It doesn't get any better. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Wingmen. The League of Champions and Sunday Fun Day. This is your one-stop destination. Analyzing and breaking down information from the fantasy football world. Getting you up to date on the implications of league-specific info. And here we go, here we go! Trades and power rankings. Grab the wings and a cold beverage. And let's do this. This is the Fantasy Football Wingman. Now your hosts, Hunter Tawn and Jonathan Ziegler. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! 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 Hot Wings! Welcome into week four of the pod. Let's go. Hunter, how are you? Oh my goodness. You know what? Fantasy football is a game of highs and lows, ups and downs. And I had a lot of ups this week and I had a lot of downs this week. Yes, I feel that. Yes, but I hate, hey, I'm excited. This is episode five of League of Champions. Which I need to say, I said week four of the pod. It's week yeah. five of the pod. I'm thinking week four of fantasy football. Correct. We just finished week I'm four of fantasy football. But week five of fantasy football is here. It starts so soon. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe it. Dude, okay. So we're, how are you feeling? How are you feeling after after week four? Or Yeah. Week four of fantasy football. Week four of fantasy football. Let me tell you, one of my highs, League of Champions. I am feeling <laughs> so good in that league. Still, It's a family un- thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Still undefeated. <laughs> Still undefeated in League of Champions. I took down your dad, our two-time champ, who has now fallen to one in three. What? You know, I have to say, I have to say that... I was rooting for him so oh, hard because as soon as you lose, I'm taking that number one I know spot. You unless are. I unless I lose too. But yeah, I'm looking for that number one spot. And I just need you to need you to crumble a little bit. So actually uh, Seth, Seth, if you're listening, if you could mm-hmm. if you could really fight hard this week and and take Hunter down, you'd really be doing <laughs> me a solid. Yeah, that's right. Well, hey, I do want to say, though, I'm actually really nervous that your dad is one in three. I feel like I would be more confident if he had a winning record than if he has a... I feel like he just he's that sneaky guy who's going to be at the bottom, like middle middle of the league, and then he's just going to come out of nowhere and just smack whoever's in first. Dude, and that's the thing about fantasy is it literally doesn't matter one tiny bit during the regular season it's playoffs like unless you go straight to like the toilet bowl if you have a league where you know the bottom half goes straight to the the toilet bowl tournament then sure but in ours we all like i mean it's once the playoffs start it's let's go it's we only have we only have two teams that don't make the playoffs in this league so he could easily sit at number six and just dominate the first the number one team overall and he could do that. I mean, right now his team is very injured. Like yes. they are broken. He's got yeah. like he's got Keenan to uh uh 
let's see, I'll pull his team up. But he's, yeah, two he's out of Tom Brady hasn't been doing much. Cordero P- Patterson, who's yep. on IR now. Yep. Uh, I mean, he's just been super he banged up. Oh, Amon Ross St. Brown. <laughs> Elijah Mitchell. He's got a great team. Oh, Eli- yes. yeah. He's got he a really good so team. so many but injuries. All of his, like, studs are hurt. And yeah. so come playoff time when they're all back, like, yep. at least his guys are injured and they'll be back. So My maybe guy, what I'll oh. do. What? Oh, no. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I know. I... I can't make the tears come. I can't make the tears come. I've already, I've already cried. Uh, yeah. But Javante Williams. Oh. He tore his ACL, had some other stuff go down. He's out for the season and probably mm. a good part of next season too, really. Like yeah. a couple of weeks at least like J.K. Dobbins this year. Yeah, because you don't want him to come back early and look like Cam Akers. <laughs> Oh gosh! Which Cam Akers was an Achilles, so oh, at okay. least at least that, there's that <laughs> holding on to that. Yeah, which so there has like I think there's it's very rare for an Achilles injury to come back and perform like they used to. The only yeah. exception I can really think of off the top of my head is James Robinson and Kevin Durant. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just so yeah. you know. <laughs> so I am glad you know. Small mercies, it's an ACL. Yeah. Uh, so he should be able to heal up and come back looking good, strong yeah. next season. But he is sitting in my IR spot now. So yeah. And just sad. off the very top sad. of your head, how many leagues do you own him in? Because I know that you own him in this league in Sunday oh, Funday. My gosh. Okay. So <laughs> I actually counted. It was like, shoot. It, okay. So I don't remember exactly how many leagues I'm in, but let's say 10. Okay. I would have him in six of my leagues. I was Sheesh. I had him in the majority of all my leagues. I loved Javante yeah, I Williams. Knew you, I, I knew you were all in on him. Yeah. 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 Sure. So that's so, a big, big loss. Um loss for you this very, week. The very other sad. thing I will say, Melvin Gordon is on Logan's team. Okay? Now just just hear me out. All of you who have been listening to this, you're like Okay, who cares? Who cares about, like, he's on Logan's team. But let me just say, Logan, my guy, after I crushed you last week, what a freaking comeback. Logan posted 260 points this week. Sheesh. Oh, he my lit it goodness up. gracious. Yeah. He now, I believe he's taken... That's the sixth highest score in our league history. So he he didn't have a single top score in our top ten, and he just shot all the way up to number six with this week's score. Yes, just blew it out of the water. Which yes, I was watching, and I was like, oh wow, like yeah, he's you know he's keeping up with us. Like he's staying pretty high. Like yep. you you were at two eighteen, I was at one ninety five. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, my dad was even at 191. And so yep. <clears throat> I'm just kind of watching these throughout the week. And I'm like, okay, like here comes Logan. Like he's, yeah. he's saddling up. And as I like go and look at his roster, I was like, oh, he'll be done soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yep. I was like yep. it, it'll, it'll like, it'll patter out. Like I'm not yeah. too worried about it. Cause I mean, <clears throat> do we want to look at his roster real quick? 
Yeah, so he, for the record, he beat Sierra by 93 points. 93 points. Oh my goodness, goodness. just completely dominated her. And yes, so if, we are, if we're we're going to go through his team here. Okay, so for the record, he has Lamar, and Lamar didn't even post up this week. I was just going to say, like, like we've talked about how he got Lamar from you and how yep. he should have got Kyler or, like, something like that just because Lamar yes. is, like, the, the number one on the season and yep. how, you know, he's just been on fire. So people would be like, okay, well, I think, you know, Logan has Lamar. So if he scored that many points, then thank you, Lamar, is, like, right. the, that's the go-to. Yep. Not no. so much. No. Not at all. No, so he has Rashad Penny, also from me. So that feels extra good. Um, he has Josh Jacobs, post up thirty four and a half points. All right, Josh Jacobs, like just out of Nuts. nowhere, nowhere. Um, and then he had uh, he had Jamal Williams, which we obviously we all knew start Jamal Williams yep. this week. Post yep. up twenty three points. <clears throat> and he started Jamal Williams every week. So he was not even waiting yeah. for Swift to go out. He had him and he's and I think Jamal Williams even had a better week before this. Dude, okay, like it wasn't better than this week, but he played Jamal Williams against me in week 1 where Jamal okay. I believe posted up 16 points 16, with DeAndre yep. Swift playing. And so and, he has had him in since week 1. And and last <coughs> week he had him against me and he posted up 24 points. <laughs> Jamal Williams, With, come on! Yeah, seriously, seriously, he's the number six running back on the season. Just so everyone Jeez. is aware, number six. Well, I wonder. I'm gonna look and see what Swift is because I know yeah. Swift has been doing really well too. Yeah, Detroit so, as a whole, their offense is doing really well. Not their defense, but their offense. No, well, you know uh, what happens when you have these guys. Okay, real quick. Uh, Swift is 20 with sitting out this week and okay leaving early. I believe week three. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know what happens when you have two really like pretty good offenses and two really bad defenses? You have a game where the final score is forty-eight to forty-five. Holy Seahawks and mackerel! And you have so many fantasy points in there. Those are the best <laughs> games to get to watch. That was the same with the Ravens and the Dolphins game. So fun yes. to watch because your fantasy players just went off in that game oh they went nuts which can i give a shout out real quick before we finish off uh logan's team seth dude okay so seth i noticed this seth went in uh let's see i think it was saturday night like just before and he dropped jacoby Brissett and picked up geno smith and i was like like oh you know seth or tinberg has made a transaction or whatever so i I was like okay look and i was like oh I was like, yep. whatever. Like, this is a pretty bland move. Like, yeah. swipe. Geno Smith, dude. He went off. He 30, almost 35 fantasy points. Yep. Uh, he's now the number nine quarterback on the season. Oh my gosh. And he, uh, 30 pass attempts, 23 completions, 320 yards for two touchdowns, no interceptions. He ran the ball seven times for 49 yards and a touchdown. In week So Seth, nice. Yes. Good call. In week four, he just went picked up the number nine quarterback in a two starting QB league. What? 
Yeah. What are we what? doing, Jonathan? And all, he had, and all he had to do was drop Jacoby Brissett, who's also oh. not the worst option. He's, like, he still has Deshaun Watson sitting on his bench. <sighs> so he, he can literally play Geno until Deshaun comes back. <laughs> Good lord, Seth's oh, gonna also be one of those happening. one of those late season threats. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Logan also but had not to distract from Logan, but yeah, yeah. Logan also had Tyree Kill. He had Cooks, who both were really great. But then this Brandon is, this, Cooks, by the way. Yes, yeah, sorry, Brandon Cooks. This is the real kicker right here. <laughs> T.J. Hawkinson. Oh, I thought Hol- you were gonna say Iron Man's homie Jarvis. Oh, oh no, no. Jar- Jarvis posted up a 4.7. But TJ yeah. Hawkinson almost Jeez. threw a zero to that. Holy moly, 39.9 yeah. points in our league. Seriously, went nuts. Like, oh my god. Absolute heyday. Like, I, so in one league, I started uh, Josh Reynolds thinking this is going to be the dude. And he had a great game. He did. But TJ yep. Hawkinson was the major beneficiary My from gosh. the mass exodus of Lions offensive players. So yeah. he he did that on 12 way to hang targets. on to him. 12 <laughs> targets and only he had eight catches, which is a lot for a tight end. But if you were to tell me he got eight catches, yeah. no way am I guessing he had 40 points. Yeah, no way do you guess that comes with 179 yards, two touchdowns, and one two point conversion. Like Sheesh. I mean Jared Goff. What are you doing? Why are you not throwing to this man, this beast of a man, as much as you can? Yeah. I mean, he's a stud. Yes. I I really liked him uh, coming in this year, and I don't have him anywhere because I don't – like, I liked him. I saw the possibility, but yeah. I do not trust him. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Also, and Jared it's, Goff this season. My goodness. Yeah. He might be, I, I don't know this off the top of my head, but he might be the one quarterback who outscored Geno Smith this week. I'm, I'm pulling him up right now just to look. He is currently the number five quarterback on the year. Oh, Jared goodness. Goff. And, and, uh, dude, okay, what? so what do you think? What do you think Jared Goff, like what levels do you think he'd be able to reach if he was with like the Rams or something? Oh, pro- probably you, you a, Super a Super Bowl. Bowl? Yeah, yeah. I bet I bet he could get him to a Super Bowl. (laughs) But do you think he could score a touchdown in that Super Bowl? Uh, you know, I think he gets nervous. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Much like uh, the Green Bay defense, he sees ghosts. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank. Way to bring that back. Thanks. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna live that down. Yeah. Full circle. (laughs) So, anyways, Logan, congratulations. Holy moly. What a stellar Jeez. week. Let's see if you can keep it up um, because yeah. that was a crazy good week. <clears throat> yeah, which just one last thing to to Logan's credit. He set like we were looking at it just before we started the pod. He yep. set probably the most efficient lineup he could have. The only be. thing he could have done better is swapped in. What's his face? Tremaine Edmonds for Miles Jack. So yep. two IDP, IDP players could have swapped those. Other than that, best lineup possible. And that's with starting two tight ends in his lineup, yep. which this is a league that doesn't give any special bonuses for tight ends or anything nope. like that. He just, he's a Green Bay guy. Logan, you you both are. It's the Ton teams. So, yeah, Ton tradition. So, yeah, I mean, so he started Robert Tunyon, 
who miraculously had a touchdown. Otherwise, this would not be the conversation. I think he only, but I think he only had two catches in this game. For 22 and one of them yards. Was a, yeah, and one of yeah, them was a yeah. touchdown. So, Yeah, so it worked out. But Logan, nice, dude. Yes. That's awesome. Um, speaking of of tons we we do just need we do just need to mention this so sierra oh. got blown out right she lost by oh. 93 points ouch that is super rough um but yes. what i will say is this was the week i talked to her and i said sierra i just i think i think you need to put russell wilson on your bench i think you <laughs> need to wait until he proves it <laughs> And so she looked at her team. She threw Derek Carr in over Russell Wilson, and I, and I, I may she rest we, in peace. If if we get a one star rating on our podcast from an anonymous person, I know it's my wife because she is so <laughs> mad because Derek Carr got eleven and a half. As Matthew she Stafford, be. yeah, as she should be. Matthew Stafford got one point three points, while Russell Wilson oh. on her bench in our league got twenty six point eight five points. Oh. So let's see. Uh, in our league, I don't know if this is the thing for ma- the majority of leagues, but in ours, uh, every time your quarterback gets sacked, it's, it's a negative, negative point. Yep. Matthew Stafford, I have no idea if this is accurate, but is probably the most sacked quarterback in this league right now. Like he's it's got to be close. <laughs> every time I go and look, I mean, you lose like ten points a game because he gets sacked. Like yep. this game, he lost seven points because, because yeah, he got sacked seven times, lost two points for one interception, lost two points for the fumble being lost, and lost one point for a fumble. So this is Yuck. a really good game, or not really good game, but it's you're it's not going to absolutely destroy you, yeah, until his O line just disappears. So his his O line actually destroyed him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They so didn't care wish, about him. <laughs> he probably wishes that he was playing for the Lions or even yeah. maybe the Broncos at this point. Yeah, maybe. And with that, Logan had Nick Bosa, who got him 18 points because Nick Bosa was all up in Matthew Stafford's <laughs> face. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was. That was... We'll get into it in a Sunday fun day, but there was only one reason why I was watching that game, and it was yeah. not for Matthew Stafford. It was not. And we'll for talk. Matthews. Check. Tune in to Sunday Fun Day. Which, hey, right now we're at the beginning of the episode. Still, technically, we're a couple minutes in. We are. So, what you should do is split up these podcasts and yes, listen sir. to twenty minutes, thirty minutes, whatever. If you're a binger, listen to the whole thing. That's cool yeah, too. Yeah, do it. But uh, it makes it more manageable. So, yeah, do that. Yes. Yes. I just needed. I, to, I had the thought. So I am so glad that you said that. <laughs> um, with that. Uh, I did. I just. I just want to mention this little thing before we move on from Russell Wilson. So first of all, is he only right. doing good because he's on Sierra's bench? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, as long as as long as we're clear there, I did last night talk to a Bronco fan, and Ooh. they told me they said I cannot stand it right now because they feel like Russell Wilson in that game was stat padding. And he basically explained that he was like, it would be like second or third and 15 or third and 17. And he would just do a little short completion to the running back who had absolutely no chance of getting the first down. 
But he's like, I swear by it. It's because he saw his pass uh, completion percentage just way down. And he's like, you know what I'm going to do? Just hit these short little things. So that way my, my, uh, my, oh my gosh, my completion percentage goes up. Right. Well, I mean, I don't know what else he's looking forward to right now than a correction in his stats, but I do know that he's, I mean, he was trying to get the win. Like, you know that this is a divisional game. Yeah. But the Broncos and Raiders, they both want the win. I want them somehow to both lose because I'm a Charger fan. And so, I mean, I don't know exactly what was going on, but I could see it. Although this is, it has not been pretty for Russell Wilson this whole season. But, oof, yeah, 19 points, 10 points, 6 points. Then you bench him, 27 points. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense. Yeah, well, he... He very soon didn't have a running back to throw to. So Yeah. And do you I'm trying to pull him up really quick. Do you know what he is on the year? What number? Yeah, I was just looking. He is number twelve. Number twelve. Okay. So well, that's it's after a weird a big week. It's a weird year for QBs, and it's obviously early, so that big week really boosts um boosts you. But yeah, I just am not I just do not look forward to having Russell Wilson no. on my team whatsoever. So No, it's a weird year kind of all around. Like it's a good uh wide receiver year, but Yes. That's about it. Maybe yeah. well, not like the occasional tight end, I guess. Tight ends but are even always like Andrews, hit and miss. Yeah. <laughs> they are. They are. But even like Mark Andrews, let me see, he's on my team. Like two points or like four points or something. Yeah, three and a half points. So right in between. Not, what not great. Yeah. So it's and running backs disgusting this year. Yeah. Uh, quarterbacks. I mean, with the exception of the elite of the elite for fantasy, yeah. with the exception of those guys, it's yeah. just not been good. So yes, it wide it receivers not, have been pretty good, but it has not been good. With, but with that, I do want you. To get your opportunity here. We talked about it a little bit at the beginning, but I want you to have your opportunity to talk about Javante Williams here. You're going to make me tear up, man. As the the Javante Williams owner, what are you doing? Because I I think there's people listening who also are in the same boat as you, and they need to know, for Dynasty, what are you doing? For Redraft, what are you doing? For Dynasty, I'm I mean he's a hold. You will never like unless he gets injured, like you're you're just gonna have to hold on to him. Like people are gonna like I was in one league, I was offered a 2023 third straight across for Javante Williams. I was offered uh what's his name? Hussein Haskins. Oh. Yeah, and it's like what? It's like this is borderline offensive. Would, would you would you take a twenty twenty three first round? No, I I still think he's going to be. I see him when he's healthy, and judge me as you will. But when yeah. a healthy Javante Williams, my hope was this year Melvin Gordon would move on. But if not, then it was like oh for sure twenty twenty three Melvin's yeah. gone. And when that happens. Javante is one of the last guys I see as a true workhorse back who okay. could end up in the top three in Dynasty. It, like, that's my level of excitement is like, I could see it being 
you know, at the end of the year closes out like Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift or Saquon and Javante okay. Williams. So is like, let me let me give you a couple names in Dynasty and I want you to tell me if you would trade straight across for these guys. I don't want to play this game. I know. Is that an All answer? Right, here we go. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. And this is in Dynasty in, right now? In Dynasty right now, <clears throat> they send you this offer. Would you accept or decline? Okay. Okay. Austin Eckler. Uh, I would think about it. So is this question pertaining towards me and my team in League of Champions or just like in general? Just a general dynasty because people, the listeners need to know because they might be getting similar offers or want to go offer the Austin Eckler owner or something. Okay, so for... For the listeners, if mm-hmm. you could do it, if you could get to the championship and you could win it this year, do it. Yes, yeah. I would trade Javante Williams for Austin Eckler. If okay. you could not, if you don't think that your team could pull off the championship, then do not do it. Okay. that's So Austin Eckler is kind of this weird tier right now. He had an explosive game this week. But before <laughs> that, he's been a little bit... He's not been himself, basically. And so, okay. So let's go a little bit lower on on that real quick. Yeah. On that real quick. Austin Eckler is, I think, I don't really know what was going on in the beginning, but I think he's just returning back to form. I think this is kind of going to be a little more of what we see for the rest of the season. But my problem, like the reason why I wouldn't do it if you don't think you could win is age. I think Austin Eckler is 26 or 27. And that is the window to sell high. On a running back in Dynasty. So he's 27. That's that's why. Yeah, that's that's my reason there. Okay. What about Leonard Fournette? Uh I don't think I would. Okay. Just because like it and again, it's it depends on your team and your if you if if he could get you through a championship, then you have to. But okay. I would rather not. And that's okay. kind of the blanket answer, I think. If, if like, continue asking, but the blanket answer is if you could win, if this trade helps you win the championship this year, you have to. Like, that's yeah. that's what you're doing. Like, that's the yeah. point is to win. So, okay. So, so you said if you could win now, if you're in win now, but let's just say because I think I think most of us in our dynasty, when we look at our dynasty team. Unless we're really struggling, most of us feel like we're in win now territory. Right. Most of us don't yeah. have a ton of picks uh, racked up for the next two seasons, and we're banking on those seasons. Most of us, for I sure. feel like, um, in Dynasty, look at our team and we go, "Yeah, I could, I, I could win it this year." So I could do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alvin Kamara. No. I okay. don't think that that's I would crazy. Do that anywhere. I yeah. know I that know. is crazy because I, oh yeah, I, I had big hopes for Alvin Kamara at the beginning of the season, but dude is like, does he even play football anymore? I know. Here's what I will say: if <coughs> if you are the Alvin Kamara owner, and it's a dynasty league, I would go find the Javante Williams owner and just send him a trade and just see because maybe they're. I would too. Ma- Maybe they're just thinking he's out for the season. They aren't really looking to next year. Maybe you know whatever. And Alvin Kamara still his name is still big. 
even though he's struggled yeah. this season, his name is still big. For sure. In one league, I uh, I sent an offer for a 24 first and Rex Burkhead for mm-hmm. Javante Williams. Just yep. you got to send them. You got to see what you what yeah. could happen. I don't mind throwing a guy on my IR for a season. Okay, what I've about had Calvin Ridley? <laughs> I know you still have him to this day. Um, what about Najee Harris? Oh, that's a tough one. I'm trying to pick some uh, younger guys. I would probably do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll give one more. Ooh, wait. Let me pick which one I want to do. Saquon <laughs> Barkley. See, that is tough because I'm going to say yes. Yes, okay. I would do that. Um, yeah. Actually, I don't really have a good excuse not to. Yes, do that. Okay. He's looked fantastic. Okay. He's been the number one running back on the year until yeah. maybe this week, but do that. So maybe you are in a dynasty league if you're listening to this and you're going, you know what? I have, I personally don't feel like I could necessarily win this year. You can go offer one of those running backs that's like your eight to like 15, even maybe like eight to 24 potentially. Go try and offer for Javante Williams because he will be back next season. And like Jonathan's saying, he's going to be a workhorse when Melvin Gordon is gone. And that's the offense you want a workhorse in. So, For sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've seen him be fantastic with splitting the backfield. So yep. I yep. agree with that. Yeah. Okay. So um, I, I, I gave you your, your opportunity to kind of – you know, Wait, get all I, your can I, I do have a question, actually. Okay, yeah. So, I don't know if you noticed or if you saw, but the Broncos have signed Latavius Murray to their practice. Uh, uh, not to their practice. From the Saints practice squad to, I believe, their active roster. Okay. So, that's got it. Melvin Gordon, uh, Mike Boone, and Latavius Murray. Assuming... In most of our leagues, Melvin Gordon is gone. He's on somebody's bench somewhere. Yeah. Who mostly. Who do you pick up, Mike Boone or Latavius Murray? And I'm asking for a friend, just so that's out there. My goodness gracious. I don't even know. Was it last season that Latavius Murray was uh, the running back for Baltimore? Yes, and he's on the Saints right now, and this week he almost scored you 14 fantasy points for the Saints. So, holy moly! So how he's on their practice squad, but he was on their active roster this week. Oh, I think they probably just brought him up for brought him up, and and then then they put him back. Yeah. What can you give me? Do you have his carries in front of you? Latavius. Yeah. Yeah. Latavius had 11 carries, 57 yards, one touchdown. One reception for, uh, I mean, he was throwing the ball one time, caught it, eight yards. So, And it was almost a split even with Melvin Ingram. Uh, not Melvin Ingram. Is it Mark Ingram? Mark Ingram, yeah. Uh, yeah, and almost a split. Latavius had one carry more, but he got the touchdown, and he's got about 27 yards more. Mm. So. I would say... I would say there's a reason they're grabbing Latavius Murray and not just sticking with Mike Boone and uh and Melvin Gordon. I I think 
Boone is your floor play and Latavius Murray is your boom play. So if you need a big yeah. play and you want to risk it, I say, and that's kind of the play I would, the kind of player I'd go for. I'm not really looking for Mel or Mike Boone's, whatever, five carries, seven carries. Um, I would much rather take a risk with Latavius Murray. We've seen him come into these roles and do just fine and do good. We've seen him do good and we've seen him even sometimes do great. So I would sure. take the risk yeah. on Latavius Murray. If and obviously if Melvin Gordon's on your on your uh waiver wire for some reason, I would definitely go grab him. Oh yeah, I would I would as well. Yeah. Because he's priority. He's now the the single like everybody wanted this to happen, but like you don't want anybody to get hurt. But yeah, you wanted to see this the impact of this happen yep. for Javante, not for yep. Melvin. And so now it's you got to give Melvin the same upside. Yep. Which Melvin has been a fumble machine. He's been I think he's fumbled at least once every single game. Yeah, he has been he might struggling have four on the year. But uh, yeah, I don't know what that's about. But so expect some fumbles, but also expect the usage to just skyrocket. Yeah. Okay, so. We that that's that's kind of the Denver backfield. We have some fantasy bandwagon players. We have three of them that we wanted to talk about on this episode. Yes. And uh, and so Jonathan, let me ask you first. So <coughs> I guess first of all, if you haven't been listening, the fantasy bandwagon are players that are getting extremely hyped up. Or basically, completely, the hype is gone. People are like very negative towards them. It's one way yeah. or the other. And so we are taking those players and we are asking, for Dynasty, are you in on these players? Are you in on the hype? Are you out? Like, where where are you feeling? So, with that, we have number one, Josh Reynolds, who is coming off a hot week. He is the yes, wide receiver. Is. For Detroit, and Detroit obviously did not have Amon Ross St. Brown, and they did not have DJ Chark. So Josh Reynolds or DeAndre Swift or DeAndre Swift, correct? So he hauls in seven of eight targets for 81 yards and a touchdown, scoring you 21.10 fantasy points in the League of Champions. Jonathan, are you in or are you out on Josh Reynolds? I have like. It's super gross feeling, but he's the the number twenty five wide receiver overall right now. Dang. Yep, and that doesn't just happen in one week. No. So I do weirdly feel like I'm in on him because <clears throat> week one, nothing there. Like yep, almost four points. He yep. was targeted three times, one reception, no yep. biggie. But. Uh, on one reception, he did get 28 yards, so he's a little bit of a downfield guy. But uh, yeah. then week two, Washington got you 13 fantasy points. That's a yep. like for some guy you grab off the waiver. That's that's awesome. Gold, like that's yep. what you like to see. But then the yep. next week comes in, gets you almost 16 fantasy points, and the targets skyrocket. Yep. And I mean, everybody was there last week, right? Amon yep. Ra played, right? Yep. Last week. Yep. Yeah, he did. And <clears throat> and so he's doing this in addition to having a full team where okay so it it matters a lot what their snap percentage is right uh-huh. like if this is a guy that just goes in to let the other guys come out and get it, catch their breath 
then yep. and maybe catches a touchdown and just gets lucky, then yeah, that's a fluke. But he is in from week one, 80%. Week two, 72%. Week three, 79%. Yep. Week four, 84%. And week one and two, three targets. Yep. Not fantastic. No. Week three and four, 10 targets, eight targets. So that's what I'm going to be continuing to look at. Uh, yes. He scored two touchdowns already in four weeks. Yep. You like to see that. But I'm going to keep looking for the snap percentage and for the targets to continue. If if I see those start to go down, I'm letting off a bit. I'm not going to start him. But right now, heck yeah. Like I, I love a free player that you can just throw into your lineup and grab 20 fantasy points. A hundred percent. And I think he has more than... I think he has one, two. I think he has three touchdowns on the year, if my if I'm looking correctly. Um, but with that, I was just looking at it, and honestly, when we when you put when the player appeared on the dock, and I was like, oh, okay, fantasy bandwagon. I'm like, I'm out on this guy, you know, whatever. But then I just was looking at all of these stats. I did not realize these last three weeks how good he has actually been yeah which is crazy like and this is the same josh reynolds that was with jared goff on the rams yes so there's already this chemistry there is and it's showing like yes i don't think that this is i could be wrong and i yeah and that's the risk with a free guy off the waiver wire yeah but I think it keeps going. Like, there's obviously trust here. To if yeah. if you throw the ball to somebody ten times, yep, during a football game, then there's trust. Like, and that's yeah. with everybody else there. So yeah, I I really like to see it. If you can go six receptions for ninety six yards, I mean that's great. Seven receptions, eighty one yards, and a touchdown. Yes, please. Yeah, and the other thing I'll Just say: don't with watch that, the game. Yeah, don't watch. You don't want to watch Detroit play. <laughs> Um, but the other thing I'll say with that is that with Amon Ra coming back, he's always going to take the number one corner, which means that yes. you're going to have this guy <clears throat> be your number two, like, look, usually. Because TJ Hawkinson, he went off this week, but he hadn't been, like, going off before that and taking all these targets. Yeah. Josh Reynolds was doing this with TJ Hawkinson on the field and Amon Ra and DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. Yeah, and that's what you like to see is is when a team can support a full cast of yes. players. And another bonus, if I could say, to this, like to uh, Josh Reynolds, yeah. is the defense sucks. So <laughs> yes, they, they do. Have a, they have a high-powered <laughs> offense and yep. about as low-powered of a defense as you can get. So they can score points yep. easily. Like they can they can torch a defense – but then their defense gets torched. So yep. it's so going to continually be a, sh- a throw out or a shootout. Yeah. So they have to throw the ball down the field or, you know, something. And so it's just, it's a perfect storm really yeah. is the Lions offense. So just please trust us. Don't watch the game. Do not just watch it. Not worth start it. some of the players. Yeah. Just start the players and look away. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Look away. <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> Okay, so we are both in. Yeah, okay, you're in too? I'm in. I'm in. I wasn't going to be in, and then I looked at it, and I was like, 
how did I manage to pick him up in Sunday Funday this late into the season? So that's okay. awesome. Yes, which we're, we'll talk about Sunday Funday. I don't know that we're going to talk about this player there, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say my piece right yeah. now. Yeah. I went in like – I don't I think moments might be an exaggeration, but maybe like a day after you grabbed him and I went in specifically looking for him. Yep. And he was on your stupid bench. So or yeah. your lineup. You actually played I, him I, against I, me. I did so, play him we'll, against We'll talk you. about that in the episode. Yeah, we'll, but we'll talk about that. But I just I want you to know that I actually went in looking for him. I was okay, like, that makes Okay, me Josh Reynolds. Good. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna get him, I'm gonna play him over What's his face? Craig so, Reynolds? Yeah, so then you picked up Craig Reynolds and started yeah. him for Detroit. <laughs> yeah, which, so uh, it was a sketchy uh, start, but I yeah. grabbed him because I was like, dude, if Jamal gets hurt, yep. this guy's then in. there's no one else. Like, yeah. what? So, yeah. Um, nope, fair enough. Okay, so now I have one for you. Okay. So, this guy is the. Patriots running back, Damian. No, just kidding. Ramondre uh, Stevenson. <laughs> Man, what what do you think about him? What are what are your thoughts on Ramondre okay, so Stevenson? I, I pulled him up here. He is 20, 24 years old. Okay, he yeah. is the number twenty seven overall running back so far this season. Um, he is kind of he started out slow. Um, which people were really high on him at the beginning of the year. I remember people just saying, grab him, take him as a flyer, you know, all these things. He scored four points, then six points. But then against Baltimore is where he really showed out, scoring you 20 points. And then this last week against Green Bay, he scored almost 13 points, and he looked good. I watched that game. The Packers run defense played the running backs against them they will do awesome things um yeah yeah well this was with just to keep in mind brian hoyer i think as the quarterback um so if you didn't watch the game brian hoyer was the quarterback for i think three snaps he got sacked he got hurt and left the game so then they had a guy named i can't remember his first name but it was zappy and if you have not seen the meme he looks just like Mac Jones. I'm convinced it was <laughs> Mac Jones. <laughs> it was Chad Powers. <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm like Logan and I are on. Uh, we're on a call and we're oh. talking about the game when this kid goes in, and Logan literally goes, "Convince me right now that that is not Mac Jones." I'm like, Mac Jones was <laughs> saying that he was going to try to play this week, and that's exactly what they did. They changed his name. They photoshopped a picture where they just cut his hair a yeah. little bit. I was Logan and I were convinced that that was Mac Jones on the field. So, Oh, um, gosh. No, I actually didn't realize that because we had a guest speaker at church, and, so okay. I, and our pastors are out of town, so I was kind of running the service a little bit. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, it – it makes it very difficult to have any idea of what's happening when the games start at 11. Yes. And don't even get me started about games that start at stupid 7.30 in the morning. I definitely started Alvin Kamara in like two or three leagues. I'm just going to say. But <laughs> yeah, uh, fair, fair enough. I'm not um, mad. I'm not I, mad. Just disappointed. I, I woke up at 6 a.m. and somehow managed to change out Al- Alvin Kamara. And I literally, I told my wife this. After you texted me, um, and I literally was yeah. like, my face, I literally remember being like, 
are trying to change <laughs> my lineup. And for some reason, and I didn't even realize he played so early. I just was like, oh, I'm going to forget to do this later, so I better change him out now. And so, so I literally changed lucky. out Alvin Kamara. And then I woke up, like showered, and on my way to church, I like went and looked at my lineup and was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize the game was already, because I was getting notifi- notifications about Justin Jefferson. And I was like, yeah. oh, I didn't realize that game was the early game. And I was like, thank God I switched out Alvin Kamara. <laughs> yeah, it's like cue the uh, the Joey from Friends in London? <laughs> meme. But yes. it's like, I was so disappointed. One, because I started him in several leagues because I'm not about to wake up at 6.30 on accident. Yeah, And then two, that you didn't. I was like, I need you to lose in League of Champions. And I, so I like went and I like see these and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like somebody actually, uh, I think texted me and they were like, oh, what's it like to start an inactive in your flex or whatever. And I was like, what? And so I went and looked and I was like, oh no. I was like, the London game, it started so early. And then I was like, oh, Hunter has Alvin Kamara. I was like, here's my one ray of sunshine in the situation is that maybe this is Hunter's downfall, which thrusts me into the number one spot (laughs) in League of Champions. And I did like my Dr. Evil, (laughs) like evil laugh. And I went and looked. No, he was on your bench. And so I immediately texted Hunter and I was like, are you joking right now? I was like, how in the world did you switch him out? I was like, this game started in our time in Montana was 7.30 in the morning. I was like, are you an old man? Like, do you just wake up at five and have your coffee and like do this stuff? Not at all. I am not a morning person. I just had, I, so weird, weird, weird fun fact. I wake up, I have an alarm at 6am that goes off just so I can wake up and turn it off and go, cool. I get to sleep for two more hours. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no i dude i'm a like a four or five alarm clock person so oh yeah i okay. set to my wife's dismay but oh, yeah, yeah i yeah i've got them i've got them all and then sometimes i do get up and that's usually like my study time or like oh, i'll go yeah. like read and stuff but if more often than not i don't and i'm just like oh it's snooze yeah. but yeah when i saw that like my whole like hope was just shattered and well, so Good. That that's what I'm Good. here for. Yeah, and thanks. That, and that, <laughs> thanks. If you if you want to be undefeated in fantasy football, you need to wake up at six a.m. on Sunday morning <laughs> and make sure your lineup is all good. You need to make sure right before you go to bed. You need to make sure at six a.m. You need to, like you have to be making sure that lineup is is good. So <laughs> if you want to be a winner, you need to be physically fit. You need to be mentally fit. You need to be spiritually fit. You need to be emotionally fit, <laughs> and that means wake up at six and check your lineup. That is right. That is right. Okay. <coughs> Ramondre Stevenson. <laughs> Since yes. we completely no. went, <laughs> went way away from that. Ramondre oh, Stevenson, yes. I would definitely um I would trade for him, but obviously I'm not I'm you're not gonna give up like one of your high top tier players. But I would say you could probably do something like um oh man, uh Carter, what it, what is? I, why am I blanking on Carter's first? Name? Michael Carter, Michael Carter, and like, and either another player or like a later pick or something like that. And I bet you could trade that 
to get Ramondre Stevenson right now, especially you have to you have to know which people kind of pay attention to the actual football that's taking place and which people just go on and look at numbers. Um, that's true. I would I would disagree with you on that because okay. and and this is just assuming everybody's paying attention to football because. Yeah. If, if you are paying attention at all, you know Michael Carter is going down while yep. Ramondre Stevenson is kind of going up. Yep. And he's taking over that James White role. Uh, so that's – I just would, wanted to say that I actually kind of disagree with you. Would you go straight across and, dra- and trade Damien Harris for Ramondre Stevenson? No, I don't think so. I think I'd okay. keep Ramondre. For, no, cause sorry. Because what we had talked about before is you want that receiving back. And that's yeah. – more sorry i meant i meant if you were the damian harris owner oh uh yeah i probably would do that i think i would prefer ramondre i would too um i think i think ramondre has more uh potential boom and i think he is going to continue to go up and he is going to be a dump off back um for i mean for an offense that struggles it's not it's not a top tier offense right now um when mac jones comes back it'll still not be your it's not going to be the bills or anything anytime soon so i think that's that's really good for a young qb to have a dump off running back and that's ramondre yeah i think a good comp for ramondre is kareem hunt Mm, yeah i think that that that's kind of what we're looking at like a young yeah. kareem hunt and yeah that's i mean i want a young kareem hunt yeah <laughs> on yeah, my roster so especially if i mean this is i believe damian harris's contract is over this year yeah. and i mean i don't remember a player who like outside of being injured or something like that uh i don't remember a player who finished as the rb 13 14 and was like despised as much as Damian Harris mm. uh, during the offseason. People were like hating him, which I don't hate him. Yeah. I just, you know, it's, I would prefer, he's just, he's, it's kind of interesting how he is a little more of like the Nick Chubb, like not the reception guy. And R- Ramondre is the reception guy. Uh, this is kind so of how there's the... a little bit of a, I think this is kind of how the Patriots have always been. They've always kind of had these two back sets. I mean, you remember like having um, was it James White, who yeah. would be who would be the pass catching running back, but then you'd have like uh, Brandon Bolden or like these other dudes who would be like For sure. the primary carrier, and they you just would have some weeks where it was Brandon Bolden's getting in the end zone, and others that it's James White, and it's just kind of like that. You know, but you're not going to drop either one. And so a lot of times you're just starting them in your flex and hoping that, you know, hoping that your guy's the one who gets the touchdown. Yeah. And I mean, for if you're in a deep league, Ramondre Stevenson is a fantastic guy to go try to get because he's he's most likely unless, you know, something bad happens. He's never going to really get you more than or less than uh, seven points, eight points. I mean. If in a PPR league, at least, because he's the reception guy. And let's see, the last two games, he's been targeted five times. So mm. I expect that to go up. Yeah. I expect his usage to go up as it is. Every week it's getting a little more. So, yeah. Would, I, you, rather, would you rather have Ramondre Stevenson or A.J. Dillon? <laughs> uh, A.J. Dillon. Okay, would you rather have Ramondre Steven, Stevenson or... Uh, Damien Pierce. 
You got to ask me this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I would say Damian Pierce just because okay. uh, he won me a certain competition, but that's that's all. Okay, would you rather have Ramondre Stevenson? I think this one's too easy. Or Antonio Gibson? Are you saying it's too easy for Ramondre? I think, uh, personally, I think I would take Ramondre. Yeah, I think I would too. I was okay, going to yeah. it's just weird because Antonio, you know, without Brian Robinson is the starter. And yeah. so, and it's, there's, you know, you, you get mixed smooches, but other than that. Yeah. I mean, there's not much. So, but yeah, I, I do think I would take Ramondre just for the future upside, I guess. I don't. Okay. One more. Ramondre okay. or Kareem Hunt? Ramondre, just because of the age. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. So, okay. So, you are in on Ramondre Stevenson. Yes. I am also, I am also in on Ramondre Stevenson, but I think our last player, I think, is where we're going to have a difference. Oh, okay. But you maybe not. Lead the maybe charge? Not. Yeah. So, our last player, we've already mentioned him today in this podcast, and I'm sure. Any fantasy football podcast has definitely mentioned this player this week in some capacity. And that is our guy, TJ Hawkinson, who we already talked about. TJ Hawkinson. 40 points this week. So, now, and I already told you, that was on 12 targets, 8 catches. But let me just read you the points from the first three weeks. Week one against the Eagles, okay. 7.8. Week two against Washington, 5.6. Week three against the Vikings, 10.8. So the last two weeks, or the last three weeks, he's been technically going up. He went from 5 to 10 to 39. Um, are you in on TJ Hawkinson? This is Dynasty, remember? Yeah, in Dynasty, I do think that I am. And... And it's tough to do, you know, a tight end on the fantasy bandwagon because of the positional scarcity. Yeah. It makes it a little tough and it or it, not tough. Like it makes it a little tough to review them because of how much easier it gets. Yeah. Like I would because he's not underperforming in a way that every tight end doesn't do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. but his his boom is better than the majority of tight ends do. Like his I, boom thrusts him into the number three tight end overall whereas I believe it was a record i believe it was like the first or second highest tight end fantasy score i could be wrong wow but i thought it was that dang i did not hear that at all or i didn't know that i, I mean i up. it was a massive game for a tight end for yes. sure but yeah i mean i i do actually really like hawkinson um i think I do think I'm in on him. Okay. Uh, let me pull something up real quick. What do you What do you think about our? Okay, so man, Hawkinson was this guy that I remember his rookie year, how hyped he was. Okay, so then everybody was like saying, like, this is the dude. I remember the Packers. Like, I had a bunch of fan pages that were like i hope the packers draft this tight end whatever goes to detroit his rookie season was i can't remember honestly much about it i feel like he was pretty good but he wasn't like 
he's not breaking Travis Kelsey or anything like that, you know. And then I just felt like after that, it kind of just dipped. And it was all these people who had had him that were kind of just hanging on for namesake and just like hoping like that he would turn out to be the guy. He was always drafted as a pretty high tight end. Um, I feel like he would always go like fourth or fifth if if not earlier than that. And to me, I love the boom, but I hate that there's not really a floor. And that's what makes right. me nervous is you could end up with three points, <laughs> which I get tight ends. Yeah. Again, almost all of them can do that where they get you three points or they get you. But I mean, none of I that's very rare that they get you 40. I mean, that's a that's an insane. Yes. Week. But I think in Dynasty, I think what the what especially after this week, what people are going to think of him. I think he's too hyped for me to be in on and I think you know that's what the fantasy bandwagon is is it, it's the hype and now I think he costs way too much more than what he's worth yeah no I I think that's probably true is it's after a week like this it's not the time to go try to get him for sure yeah. but but I mean maybe it's a good sell high right now if you're yeah a hundred percent because here here's a player I'll I'll name this player that I would rather have at tight end than TJ Hawkinson. And that's Gerald Everett. He was going to be on my on my list. On your list, yeah. So You would Gerald, rather have Gerald Everett? I personally would rather have Gerald Everett, who had week one, 14 points. Week two, 13. Week three, he did have five points, so he went down. But then week four, 17 points. Like I love that type of consistency. That's exactly what I'm looking for in a tight end. I'm not looking for a 30-point game. I'm looking for that 10 to 15. That's great. That's all I'm looking for. Consistently, yeah. Yes, consistently is so nice. And he had the down week. His down week was the fluke week where Jacksonville just wrecked the Chargers. So to me, I'm like, that's almost a game you could throw out. So to me, then he's been consistent pretty much every week. (coughs) No, I I agree and I love that. he wasn't really on my list to talk about, but I know Donald Parham for the Chargers yeah. is supposed to make his debut, I believe, this coming up week. Okay. I'm wondering if that plays into the Gerald Everett, if that takes away from Gerald yeah. Everett. I'm sure, I mean, it doesn't help him, but yeah. I'm hoping, I because I like, I'm with you on Gerald Everett. I think that uh, I would love to see that continue as a Charger fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, in Dynasty, would you prefer uh, T.J. Hawkinson or Kyle Pitts? I I I literally was just going. I was like, crap. If he asks me that this question, <laughs> what is my answer going to it's gotta be? Got to be the first question. <laughs> yeah, that I know. I know. So, Kyle Pitts. Okay. In okay, I guess I guess here's my thing. So, like personally, for me. I would rather like, and this is the situation I'll, I'll build for you. I have Travis Kelsey. Okay. So I'm good at tight end. However, Kyle Pitts is the kind of guy I would love to have sit on my bench because I can wait another year or two. I yes. can wait for him to get the Falcons to figure out their quarterback situation to kind of build the offense around him. I can, I have that kind of time. But if you're in a win now and you don't have 
and this is going to be your starting tight end, I I think you have to go Hawkinson. But to me, I think Kyle Pitts in a couple years is going to be better than Hawkinson's peak. Yeah, which just for all of you uh, dynasty managers who's holding who who are holding Pitts right now. Yeah. Uh, I I know I have had a lot of people in the League of Champions, or at least a <laughs> a, a solid like steady couple, who are after him, but they want him at his value right now. Yeah. So just a note to you guys: don't give him up for cents because I don't think it's that long before he's worth dollars. Like yeah. I think that he has certainly not hit his potential, though we have seen his potential, and yeah, I think agreed. he is easily going to like Travis Kelsey mm, finishes out the year, maybe plays another year. He's already thirty-two or thirty-three. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's going to be that long before Kyle Pitts is that Travis Kelsey guy where he's the number one tight end. For 10 years. Like, yeah. I mean, for, yeah. for 7 to 10 years like Travis Kelsey has been. So, yeah. that's... Uh, anyways, I got a little dis- distracted. Uh, Hawkinson or Zach Ertz? Oh, Zach Ertz has been good this to start this season. Hmm. Let me pull him up really quick. <clears throat> um... Zach Ertz. Okay, so Zach Ertz. Oh my gosh, again, so similar to Gerald Everett here, where he did 11, 15, 10, 16 points. But here's the here's the deal. I think you can't go Zach Ertz because of the fact that Zach Ertz is 31. I think rest of season, I take Zach Ertz. But I think Dynasty? No, you have to go Hawkinson. Hawkinson's 25. That's a six-year difference, and Hawkinson is still going to play good. Yeah. And then last one, Hawkinson or Fryermuth? Ooh. I think this one might be easiest. I think this one you for sure... <sighs> 23. Um, I, I would still say... I'm going to say Hawkinson right now because of the fact that their offense is so much, I mean, which I never thought I would be saying that a, a Jared Goff-led offense is just insane right now. But their offense is going <coughs> on all cylinders, and that that's the team that you you want a tight end in, a, in an offense that's scoring 40 points. Thir- they've had 30-plus points in all their games so far. So that's you want that kind of kind of play from your tight end you want to be on an offense like that so i think i would take hawkinson in that situation too okay well that's all of the ones i had for you i happen to be a Fryermuth guy i've got him in a couple leagues as my tight end one and yeah. it hasn't it hasn't been the worst it hasn't okay been bad so yeah yeah so okay so hawkinson do you think you're out i i'm gonna say out for this one, just because I I think his his hype is it costs too much, and and I'm not in on it. I'm not in on the hype. I would rather have a Zach Ertz or a Gerald Everett, which I could get much cheaper than okay, um, than well, a Hawkinson. Well, I 
Have to agree with you. <laughs> what? I know. I you've convinced me. I convinced only because, you <laughs> only because the hype is too much, and that's yeah. what we're talking about. Like, yeah, I I think that if I had T.J. Hawkinson, he's a he's I like him. I yeah. would play him, but he's too inconsistent. And if I could sell him high right now after that week that he just had, yeah. I would certainly do it. I would so, too. Yeah. Logan, if you're listening, <coughs> you have him. You could go you could sell him high. You could sell him high to to someone. Not me, obviously, but Jonathan Jonathan, you <laughs> or, might be able me. to you might still be able to sway <laughs> Jonathan a little bit, depending on how, how much you you're willing to uh get get for him. So You you could try, but yeah. I I don't know, man. Just, I, I also just have Mark go, Andrews. Go Kyle for Pitts. go for Kyle Pitts. Um Anyway, so good, good luck. Good, <laughs> good luck. luck with that. Uh, okay, <laughs> we need we need to do before we end this episode. We need to go over our fire flex plays. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little teaser for Sunday Funday. Sunday Funday, you need to tune into because we are going to have a new a couple new segments. We're gonna have our send them segment, which is our uh, questions from Patreon. So we have a question on there that we're gonna answer. We also are doing yeah. a new segment called Fantasy Fears. And these are players that Jonathan and I want to bring up because we are either worse. One of us is scared about them or or maybe the fantasy community is scared about them. So we are going to Happy do both Halloween of those. Hot Wings. Mm-hmm. We're going to do both <laughs> of those on Sunday Funday. So you will not want to miss it. But we have to, have to, have to. Go over our fire flex plays for a week. Yeah, oh. boy. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, All right. Jonathan. Let me. Okay. Let me, yeah, please, please. Let me. Let me start this. So please do. Yes, please. Our fire flex plays. I had three great picks. Okay. I had three good picks, but here. Literally, you did. I was nervous. Yeah, and I thought he should be nervous. And so let me I had Gabe Davis and I have been so high on Gabe Davis and so excited. Me too. And he broke remember my when heart. I tried to buy him? Yeah, he broke my heart this week. I don't even remember what you sent me, but I'm sure it was I would look at it now and and definitely think about it where then I was like, <laughs> No way, Jose, decline. Yeah, yeah. And that's again like sell Hawkinson now because it's yeah, all it takes is a few weeks and you're gonna be like, why didn't I sell them? So uh, yeah, he's not exactly. he's not gonna put up forty every week. Just so everyone's aware, he will not do that or I can, ever I, again. <laughs> yeah, potentially never again. So, <laughs> um, okay. So I had I had Gabe Davis who just what I don't even know if he was there to be honest. I I didn't watch the game, but he definitely didn't yeah. put up anything for me. He didn't goose, but he he did, he did blech. So, well, I think he made his uh one and only reception probably after halftime cuz I was watching uh the stats on my phone and I was like, "Ooh, the worst was part a- about it is then they won that game." So to me I'm like, "Quit having bad strategy win games because you're just telling them that they can play bad like this like well in the kicker on that is that okay i'm just gonna read the stats real quick gabe davis uh three targets 
One reception, 13 yards. 2.3 fantasy points. You know the kicker? Uh, like, not like the kicker of the Bills, yeah. but the kicker of this situation. Jamison Crowder broke his ankle during this game. And Khalil Shakir, the rookie, came in and outscored uh, Gabe Davis. It was a perfect storyline for Gabe Davis to have a game. If you're against you're against the Ravens. Yes. You are down the entire game, meaning you need to throw the ball. Jamison Crowder goes out. I am so confused on why he did not have a big game. It just boggles yeah. my mind. Isaiah McKenzie, I believe, left early. He did too. Yeah, he concussion. left. Yeah. Third quarter, I believe. Yeah. Zero reason why Gabe Davis shouldn't have done good. So that's cool. And then I had Rashad Bateman, who <clears> I believe got injured and in this same game uh, before the half. So... That was really helpful. Um, and he posted up, yeah. I think, four points, three or four points. It was not good. Um, 4.7. 4.7 points. Thank you. And Gabe Davis got me a whopping 2.3. And then I did have yes. Brandon Cooks, who did good. He got 18.7 points. Yeah, so, I, I peed a little when I was watching his score. Yeah. Because so his he, score went up before my guy's score went up. So oh, I was like... Okay. <sighs> Oh, no. Okay, so I ended with 25.7 fantasy points. Now, in our prior weeks... I was going to say... In our prior weeks... <laughs> was a pretty good week. That was, that was pretty close to winning it in our prior weeks. Might have got you the win. Winning. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. this week, it completely... I got blown out of the water. Jonathan almost doubled me. So I will read you his players right here. He had Damian Pierce go off with... 14 carries, 131 yards, a touchdown, six receptions. How do you get six receptions and only get eight <laughs> yards on them? What? I know. For, I but know. still, that's an extra six points if you're in a full PPR league. 25.9 points. Yeah, we are. So it, it really hurt me. So and can then, I tell you that Damian Pierce outscored your team? <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. I love that for you. Point two. But as as you'll find out in Sunday Funday, point two is a big deal. So uh, it it makes the difference in love the game. It. So okay. Yes. Yes. Then he had AJ Dillon, seventeen carries, seventy three yards, one catch for eleven yards, nine point four points. And let me so, just add. Go ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just gonna say. Let me add. As a Packer fan. AJ Dillon has not been getting the points uh, these last few weeks. Go trade low for him because he is getting a massive amount of the workload. The touchdowns are going to come. The breakoff runs are going to come. So you want to trade for him now because fantasy owners who aren't watching Packer games are getting nervous because they're looking and seeing 9 points, 11 points. Like those lower numbers when they were expecting 18 points. 21 point, you know, they're expecting those higher numbers. <coughs> so go trade low yeah. for him now. Yeah. So, I, and I was going to say, he uh, 17 carries for 73 yards, one reception on two passes, 11 yards. So it's, it, it wasn't like the, 
like this glorious outing or anything like mm-hmm. that. But when you're sharing or splitting a, a backfield with Aaron Jones, who's a stud, yeah, and you can get 17 carries. Like I started him, I didn't think he was gonna. Or I, I I chose him for this. I mean, yeah, not thinking he was gonna get 17 carries. No, but I was thinking, let's like I I my bet was on a touchdown. Yeah, that's what I thought we were gonna see. I thought I was gonna see nine carries for. I don't know, 30, 40 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. yeah and, and I was other, like, let's go. The other thing is they were playing the Patriots defense, <laughs> who is a top three run defense. So yes. it's, it's hard to run on them. And Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones had a week. So Aaron Jones looked phenomenal. But A.J. Dillon yeah. getting 17 carries, getting 73 yards and getting a catch for 11. Like I, it doesn't look pretty on fantasy. But if he gets that against a team who's a bottom half against the run, you're gonna get a week from him, so oh yeah, well, which and in a flex, in a flex position, which is what we're doing here. Like the whole yeah. point of this is to show you guys, like these are who I think. You know, we talked about it. We decided f- like the regulations for picking. You know, these guys who we're gonna put in our fire flex is they have to be outside of the top twenty four. Yep, in their positions, and they can't be somebody who like for, like for example. If we look at the outside, the top 24 in wide receiver, but Keenan Allen is yeah. coming back this Al- week from injury. Alvin Kamara. Yeah, like these guys, the elites don't count. Like we're yeah. not going to be like, like we're not going to just cheat the system to get the win because the point is to tell you guys, like these are some players like Damian Pierce, who, yeah. I mean, he's been getting a little better, a little better each game, but there are still some question marks. If I have Keenan Allen and he's back, like, I mean, you're probably hurting not playing Keenan Allen. Yeah. So you got to play Keenan Allen. And that's that's what we want to do is like, can you throw A.J. Dillon in your flex this week against the New England Patriots? And I'm telling you, I would. Like, yeah. I, I yep. don't have a problem with that because I expect him to have a pretty good week. So that's what, what this is. Um, But real quick, just uh, if you like what Hunter said, he he thinks that you should go and buy A.J. Dillon right now. Uh, in in the league I'm in where you pay to get in and there's like a money reward. Yeah. I actually just got AJ Dillon like last week yes, and sir. I could not be more excited because yep. I traded uh I got Gerald Everett, AJ Dillon, and Khalil Shakir. Mm-hmm. And I traded away Daryl Henderson, Cole Komet, Cam Anchor a- Akers, and a 23 first. Oh my gosh. And I feel as though I won this one. That is a win of a trade. That is it, at least you said the first because I was like, all right, this guy this guy doesn't even know what he's doing. So at least at least the first sure. kind of helps him. But dang, I would easily take your side of the trade all day long. So that yeah. that is a Which also trade. the guy I made the trade with uh I do think that I won, but all of these guys are so young. Like with oh, the exception yeah. of maybe like Gerald Everett, they're super young. Uh, his sleeper handle is cheeseburger walrus and he's actually a listener. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. shout out to cheeseburger. Yeah. Walrus. Walrus. Yeah. Cuckoo. 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 Yeah. He's a listener. He messages me sometimes and is like, weirdly enough, you guys sound like, you know what you're talking about. Oh <laughs> yeah. That's right. So, okay. Yeah. So he's definitely messaged me and said, uh, that he likes the pod. So shout oh, out cheeseburger. Cool. Shout out. Yeah. So just wanted to say that, but, uh, 
Back to the fire flex plays. Yeah, I yep. had Damian Pierce, 14 carries, 131 yards, touchdown, six receptions, eight yards, yep. 25.9 points, single-handedly slaying Hunter Ton's team. Uh, AJ oh. Dillon, 17 carries, 73 yards, one reception, 11 yeah. yards, 9.4 fantasy mm. points. And then Tyler Lockett, who has yeah. been very touchy, which I, I don't think that he is going to stay out of the top 24 after no, this week. I, don't I was just going to say, is, I think both Tyler Lockett and Damian Pierce are probably now <laughs> both in the top 24, which means they can't be used for Fireflex going forward. But hey, don't worry, he my is players. 24. <laughs> oh, he is. Look at that. <laughs> But don't you guys worry because my players will still be available as a top <laughs> outside the top 24 cuz they did nothing this week. How is Brandon Cooks? That's wild to me. Okay. Well, I guess he hasn't been the last two he weeks haven't been He hasn't hottest, been great but... and so that's why I picked him this week cuz I was like I feel like this is his week. He's going to get it and he did. Yeah. Just no one he else did. did. <laughs> when we made these and you said Brandon Cooks, I was like no way is he outside of the top 24. I was like, yeah. Brandon Cooks is that sneaky 14-15 mm-hmm. every yep. year. Like every he's year. The, the Allen Robinson of the past. Yeah. And and no, he's like 36. But Tyler Lockett, I chose him because I was like, you know, against Detroit. Yeah. Like DK has been kind of Geno's guy, but it's against Detroit. Why not? Like there's upside to be found here. Yeah. And then I'm watching... Aaron, or not watching, but I get the notification. Tyler Lockett, I think he had like, I don't know, like three three receptions and then fumbled and lost yeah. the fumble. And his points went from like five to like two. And I was like, oh, no. And this was like, I, I didn't know what my other guys were at anything. And I was yeah. like, great, like fantastic. Here we go. And uh, then I noticed or I get a notification, DK Metcalf carted off the field. Which is something I wanted to bring up and talk to you about. Uh, and so I was like, oh. oh, let's go, Tyler Lockett. And then like I wait a little bit and I check and see. And he's at uh, – he'd been thrown the ball – or like eight attempts, six receptions, yeah. 91 yards, and then still had the fumble. So he finished at 12.1 fantasy yep. points. But DK Metcalf, just as like a quick, <laughs> quick fun note, uh, my wife Hannah was like – I was telling her about that what happened with DK. Yeah. And just before I say what happened, she was like, Oh my gosh, that would be you if you were an NFL <laughs> player. And I was like, I could see that. Thank you. <laughs> you instantly, you instantly thought as a pastor, can I get that? Do I have that yeah. ability to have a cart come and come and take me to the locker room? <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, DK Metcalf carted off the field. I watched it happen live and I literally went, Oh no, that's not good. DK Metcalf getting carted off the field. Yeah. We later discover it is not injury related, but that (laughs) DK Metcalf had to poop. (laughs) The dude just had to go. When you gotta go, you gotta go. And he posted on his Twitter. He's like, that clinch walk ain't going to cut it. (laughs) (laughs) That is what killed me. That right there was the response. You could be Lamar Jackson and try to hide the fact that that's what you were doing. Or you could be DK Metcalf and just full on admit it. Just own it. Own it. I mean, because if like people who probably didn't like DK Metcalf as like a player or whatever, 
they probably like him now because yeah. they're like, oh my gosh, like this is hilarious. a it's a hilarious storyline yeah. from the like from the NFL and. Dude, I like lost it. I thought that was so funny. And just so like funny. his face as he's like riding the cart, he's like, he looks like he's like holding back. Yep. And so he's like, man, I just don't have time. He's like, let's go. <laughs> so funny. Okay. Well, Jonathan <coughs> crushed me on Fireflex this week. Coles, shout out to Coles. He commented on the Instagram. He picked you by a mile, he said. And he Good was job, absolutely correct. It was you. By a mile, uh, but told still, you he's a true he's a true hot wing. He is a true hot wing. Our first official hot wing, by the way. Shout out to Coles. Let's go, Coles. Let's go, Coles. Um, but with that, uh, there's still a lot of season left. I am gonna need it apparently because uh, I got some catching up to do. I'm now two weeks behind you. I have won one. Yeah. You Wait, have... so is it okay? Go ahead. Yeah, I was that, gonna that's say, what I was gonna ask. Go. I have won one, and you have now won. Three, right? Three, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, and so they've I'm, all been close until this week. Mm-hmm. Like this was the first been, blowout. Yes. Which yeah. I think the real test here is is the people who voted for Hunter obviously need to go to our Patreon <laughs> and subscribe to become Hot Wings because I mean we saw it with Coles. I yeah. think Coles voted for you, and then he became a Hot Wing, and like. Look just how much he's miraculously gains a new understanding of football, of yeah. fantasy football, of yeah. life. So, yeah. yeah. So go to our Patreon, subscribe, and the truth will be revealed. The truth will be revealed. Well, Jonathan, um, I think this is all we have for League of Champions. Thank you to everyone who has been tuning in, yes. listening. We appreciate it. This is, again, something that Jonathan and I just find extremely fun to do and we jonathan and i could talk for hours about fantasy football and so we appreciate uh we just wanted to take it add some mics and just let you guys enjoy it with us so might as well record it right might as well (laughs) might as well at this point um and that way we can look back and go wow how terrible were these takes um and so anyways we appreciate everybody listening tuning in make sure to uh hit up our instagram fantasy football wingman um we're doing all yeah. kinds of fun stuff on there that's where our fireflex plays get posted we're doing a monday miracle um for those of you who are crossing your fingers for monday night and what you need your teams to do <laughs> we'll talk about it in sunday fun day we'll talk about it in sunday fun day um and we actually now are on tiktok fun fact um we are on oh, tiktok so if you are below the age of 18 and want to uh, still <laughs> follow us you can do that on tiktok if so. this means anything other than like captain hook or just a clock to you then you probably know what we're talking about yeah 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 <laughs> um anyways so make sure you go uh follow us subscribe tune in we appreciate you guys we're on youtube if you'd rather watch us talk it out i was just out. gonna say youtube check it out yeah, check it out on YouTube. You can see our fancy backgrounds. Jonathan is here now. He has fancy lights. I finally lights. got some lights. That's Let's right. Go. That's right. So um, you don't want to miss those. But we appreciate you all tuning in and listening. And we will see you on Sunday Funday. Yeah, we will. See you later, Hot Wings. All right. Peace out. Bye-bye.